On today's edition of the Lockdown Eagles podcast, we take one final look at Eagles Bills this Sunday. Can Jalen Hurts outduel Josh Allen in a star studded quarterback matchup? All that and more on a Friday edition of Lockdown Eagles. You are Lockdown Eagles, your daily Philadelphia Eagles podcast. Part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Locked On Eagles podcast is brought to you by BetterHelp. Find your bright spot this season with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash On today to get 10% off your first month of online therapy. We thank you so much for making Locked On Eagles your first listen each and every day right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm Louis DiBiase, joined as always by Gino Camilleri. Eagles, Bills, this Sunday, the Birds rocking Kelly Green. The Bills going in all whites, an elite jersey battle, and an elite quarterback battle. Jalen Hurts, Josh Allen, two of the best in the business to do it from a standpoint of overall passing and rushing Geno, two of the best quarterbacks when it comes to producing explosive plays. And when it comes to, you know, there's so many keys to this football game. The Bills also desperate at 6-5. and five. They're in a thick wild card race in the AFC, so they need this win badly. When it comes to one of the huge keys of this game, it's exactly that. It's who wins the explosive play battle between Jalen and Josh and controlling that variance of explosive plays and turnovers. Jalen and Josh are probably the two guys at the top of the MVP argument that get a lot more negative for the bad play, like the turnover type right. of plays and maybe even that than they do. Not justified. I don't know. No, it's 100%. As much as I am like anti-Josh proponent number one, I'm not ignorant to the fact that like this dude carries that team at times. For I mean, sure. he has literally carried that Buffalo offense on his back at times. And Jalen Hurts has done very similar things for the Philadelphia Eagles at times as well. And I think you make a great point. Who can limit those explosive plays? Because you look at these two offenses, that's really what it is predicated on. And yeah. something that is interesting, Lou, already Tredavious White is going to be out of that game. Taylor Rapp was just ruled out today. Dane Jackson was just ruled out today. It's going to be Rasul Douglas and... My is Micah Hyde still out, Lou, or is he? No, it looks like both safeties are ready They're to gonna go. They're going to be back. Hyde and Poyer are going to play, and Zool's coming off a game where he had three takeaways. So I know. He's doing well in Buffalo. But, yeah, outside of him, this is one of the most banged-up rosters in football. It's why, as you mentioned, Josh Allen has had to carry that team, and it's part of why they're 6-5. and five. And, and if you look at the test last week against Kansas City, yeah. I think the explosive plays were the one thing that Steve Spagnola wanted to eliminate and did a really good job outside of that Devontae Smith explosive towards the end of the game. I don't think Buffalo has the horses to be able to do that this time. And especially the Eagles, the way they like to operate, if they could get that ground game going, Lou, which they started to get going a little bit in that Kansas City game, it's a much easier front to run on set up that run to just make the offense that much more explosive. Because I think right now, outside of your wide receivers, DeAndre Swift is your most explosive player. So let the offense go through him. I think this is a get back home, get back to our offensive identity type of game. Things didn't go right for two and a half quarters against Kansas City. But this Buffalo team, it's not as deep when it comes to personnel. You're going to have a lot more opportunities to make plays on the back end. And heck, if... Josh Allen is Josh Allen at points in this game. Your defense with Kevin Byard and those guys that have been able to create those turnovers, 
they might set you up with some short fields like you saw last week against Kansas City simply because you are able to win that turnover battle. I hope that's exactly what happens in this game because you're going against a team that is top in the league at just getting rid of the football. They don't want to hold on to it, and the Eagles have to take advantage of that. At the same time, not turning the ball over. I would like to see a nice flawless game from Jalen Hurts, in my opinion. And look, head coach Sean McDermott for the Buffalo Bills, he's somebody that's a great defensive mind. I think he's done a lot more with that banged-up defense when it comes from a production standpoint. Like, they should be a lot worse in a lot of these statistical categories than they are. But I agree with you. Get back to the ground game, limit the turnovers. But you will have chances for explosive plays down the field. The Bills this year have given up the seventh most explosive plays, Mm -hmm. which are 20-plus yard passing plays and 10-plus yard rushing plays. So, overall, that's going to be a key is limiting Allen's explosive plays and making sure – Jalen Hurts gets his, but it's also limiting those turnovers. And that's one thing, like, yes, you look at the numbers, and from an interception standpoint, they're both similar. Josh Allen already has 12 picks this year. Jalen Hurts has nine. But I think one difference is the variance from Allen compared to Hurts is wider. I think Josh is more of a naturally, I don't want to say reckless player, but he's far more aggressive where it's high highs and low lows, very peak Carson Wentz vibes. Whereas Jalen Hurts, like, yes, he has nine interceptions, but I think he's far less prone to make mistakes. The thing with Allen, the numbers don't lie in that regard. Since he came into the league in 2018, he leads the league in touchdowns, but he also leads the league in turnovers. That's a Mm. very high-variance player. So can you force him into mistakes, make him drive methodically down the field, death by a thousand paper cuts? I think he gets impatient with that kind of approach. He likes to hang out of the ball longer, 2.87 seconds per dropback, according to next-gen stats. So the line will have opportunities to get to him, but he's also great on the run outside of structure. So the secondary needs to be sharp and... Sometimes they have been this year and sometimes they haven't. So talk about high variance, the Eagle secondary. Especially when it comes to tackling. I mean, if you saw what Kansas City wanted to do last week, it was attack the Eagles on the edges. I mean, if you're not containing this game, Josh Allen is, I mean, maybe QB2 behind Jalen Hurts and Lamar. Yeah, outside of the pocket. Like those two guys are the top in the league when it comes to creating things, especially Josh is one of those quarterbacks too, that is going to take unnecessary contact when he doesn't need to. And he's going to put his times when he doesn't need to, like he bails on clean pockets a lot. Yeah. And if he's going to roll out there and Darius Slay is there, he's going to put his shoulder down and he's, you got to be able to have multiple guys rallying to the football. It goes through Josh Allen, but at the same time, like you said, the variance, that's the one thing where with Jalen, those plays that I always say to you, like, find me where he had the bad throws. Josh, exactly. you could find those where it's like he's overshooting guys by five, six yards still at this point in his yeah. career. At the same time, it goes through the quarterback, though. With Buffalo Lou, their offensive line is not the best. It is not great, especially on that right side with Spencer Brown. He is going to have his hands full trying to deal with those edge rushers. I think the guys inside the way Jalen Carter played last week and Milton Williams against maybe the toughest interior offensive line in football, Lou, it could be a look ahead spot with that three point line. You're going against San Francisco that next week, Buffalo needs a win. But when it all comes down to simple, basic football, what do I trust? I trust the Eagles' trench game to make Josh have a hectic day. I trust the Eagles' offensive line to get the 14th-ranked run defense in Buffalo off of their spot. I don't think they faced like super elite run defenses to date. And Miami, the only time that they did play them, they didn't really run the ball effectively. So I'm going to be intrigued to see how the Eagles do that because that game in 2019 when we were there, Lou – 
It's a very similar defense. It's Sean McDermott. It's a nickel-heavy defense where they don't like to put five, six guys up at the line. They're going to have multiple safeties on the field. Even with their backups, they don't like to get out of that identity. Like, you might see DeMar Hamlin on the field at times as that third or fourth rotational piece. And Teron Johnson, it's like you have to make those guys as good as our guys. I, I mean, as susceptible as our guys are in Philly on the outside to tackling, like, Go at those guys as well, man. Make those guys have to deal with everything. I don't yeah. think the Bills' front is one of the best in the league, but they have some playmakers you got to worry about. You got to worry about Vaughn. You got to worry about Ed Oliver. You got to yeah. worry about Groot and Gregory Russo getting off the edge. But all of these guys, I'm comparing it last week to Kansas City. It's like, where does Buffalo have that personnel advantage? If the Eagles held up with KC – I think they can hold. Yeah, I think they can yeah, hold up well with Buffalo. Again, I think it's about quarterback. It really is just about not letting Josh Allen carry because that's what he's had to do yeah. all year long. Again, he's number one in touchdowns this year for quarterbacks. Jalen Hurts, though, is number three, so he can carry two. And mm-hmm. it's going to be a really fun battle at the most important position in sports. And, you know, coming up next, I want to stick on quarterback. I think these two teams have shown the importance of support systems for their players at the most important spot. I think for different reasons, though. I think the Bills have struggled where the Eagles have not, but the Bills remind me a lot of the past Eagles, so I want to get into that coming up next right here on the Lockdown Eagles podcast. Before we get into LOE3, there's only one reason that we can do that, and it's because we're presented by and sponsored by FanDuel, the number one sports book in all of America. I'm telling you guys, it is the easiest, simplest, safest way to go about sports betting. And if you haven't wagered yet, I don't know what you're waiting for. Lou would have made you a whole bunch of money last week with two anytime touchdowns from Jalen Hurts at plus 750. But this week, if you want to get in on the action as a new customer, all you're going to have to do is download that FanDuel app, use the promo code LOCKDOWN, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, or you go to FanDuel.com slash LOCKDOWN, and new customers on a money line wager Eagles to beat the Bills straight up $5 and you will get $150 back in bonus bets. That's an insane investment. All you have to do is put in five of your own dollars. And if it wins, they're going to give you $150. That's house money that you're going to be able to bet on spreads, player props, over-unders, and quite literally everything they have over at FanDuel. The day of games, when Eagles games come out, you could sit there for three hours and go through all of the player props. That's what we do every week, getting ready for LOE3, and you can do that and get in on the action as well. Over at FanDuel, once again, download the app or go to FanDuel.com slash LockedOn, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, $5, they'll give you a $150 bonus bet. We thank you so much for making Locked On Eagles your first listen each and every day. Guys, Locked On has launched their first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. This is awesome. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7 covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On plus our national shows covering every league. Head over to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever National Sports 24-7 streaming channel. Right here on Locked On Eagles, we're previewing Eagles, Bills, an exciting matchup between Two of the best quarterbacks. Lou, 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 hang on. We have breaking news as we are recording this. We are free from our long national nightmare. Derek Barnett officially waived by the Philadelphia (laughs) Eagles. Sayonara, DBs. See you never. I was going to say, what kind of breaking news could you possibly give me right now? But that's... 
as good of news as we could hear. And I, mean, and I might have something that's even better than that, Lou. Avante Maddox, he's not practicing fully, but he's stretching in street clothes at Eagles okay. practice. Things are on the come up right now for the Eagles when it comes to an injury perspective. Sorry, Lou. That literally just came up as we're talking. Eagles beat reporters are at practice. Derek Barnett, no longer a Philadelphia Eagle. He was out the last two games due to personal reasons. Yeah. I'm not 100% sure what it is. Hopefully everything is okay personally, but from a football perspective, it's number three's time to shine. Yeah, I agree. Hopefully Nolan Smith can start to make some noticeable plays on the field. He really hasn't this year. A lot of that, though, was because he was buried behind Derek Barnett. First round pick in 2017. Again, yes, he recovered the fumble in the Super Bowl. We'll give him his props for that, but... Overall, a very, very frustrating player over those, what, six years? So mm-hmm. can't say I'm upset that he's gone, and I feel like the Eagles just felt the need too many times to use him when he was on this roster. So huge news that he's gone. Um, and then, so Gino, I think that's a key for the Eagles is their defensive line against one of the best quarterbacks in football in Josh Allen. But again, he's such a, and this was kind of the theme of segment one, is that he's such a high-variance player. It's like, you know, when he's rolling right, you might get that perfect throw that only he can make, one of the strongest arms we've ever seen in NFL history, in triple coverage, finds a way to, you know, get the touchdown. But there's other times where he makes that same play, and as you said, he overshoots it by 10 yards and the safety picks it, and it looks like a 2018 rookie type of pass. So forcing him into those mistakes and limiting the hero ball, I think, is huge for this team. And I think a lot of that, though, the Bills, I don't want to say Josh Allen's regressing this year, but he's more mistake prone even in than compared to years past. I think a lot of that has to do with the support system or lack thereof in Buffalo compared to like what Jalen Hurts has in Philadelphia. And it reminds me a lot of what the Eagles had to deal with with Carson Wentz from mm-hmm. I'd say 2019 and 2020 specifically where yes, it's a high variance player already that gets a lot of tunnel vision. He's aggressive. Sometimes he thinks Everything's got to be done on that one play. He likes to play hero ball. And then when you don't have the structure around him, when you don't have the great play callers, when you don't have elite weapons, sometimes that enables that behavior even more when in spots it shouldn't be there and it forces him into even more mistakes because he feels like he's got to do everything. And I think that's been a reason Allen has this year taken a step back a little bit is because I think Ken Dorsey was a terrible play caller. Outside of Stephon Diggs, they really don't have great weapons. You mentioned their offensive line is like, it's okay. It's not terrible, but it's not great either. It's not what the Eagles have. And so that makes Josh feel like even more, he has to, it's everything on him, right? I mean, everything's Mm -hmm. on his plate. And I think with the Eagles, they've done a great job of learning from those mistakes with what happened with Carson Wentz. And sure, you need your quarterback to be able to carry at times like Allen does, like Jalen Hurts has proven this year he can do, especially from behind. But he shouldn't have to do that all the time. And with the Eagles, Jalen Hurts does not have to carry every game. I think you had one of the the best takes on Josh Allen when he had his best year in, I believe, 2020 with Brian Dable. You said that Brian Dable kept him in a bottle. And I look at that with Carson Wentz in 2017 where it's like Doug Peterson, John DiFilippo, and Frank Reich – like they had this dude hog tied and it's like, Carson, you just follow the offense. Or at least like, they knew how to get the genie back in the bottle. Right? Yeah, sometimes exactly. You want the genie to come out. Like you want Carson to do what he did. You want Josh to do what he does, but it feels like now they like the bills can't get him back in the bottle. Yeah. But they like made their third wish and it's like, let's win as yeah. many games as we can. And then when that wish was gone, the bottle explodes and then the genie's on the loose yeah, and here's out. 2019 and 2020 Carson Wentz. And here's yeah. this year's Josh Allen, 100%. And, that's why the evolution of Jalen Hurts is so intriguing because 
he's been through multiple different play callers now. I mean, he's gone through Brian Johnson and Shane Steichen, of course, and even his first year with Doug Peterson, right? And he went back to those years in Oklahoma and Alabama. He's gone through so many offenses. But the one thing about Jalen is that unlike the Carson situation and the, the Josh Allen situation is those guys reverted back to kind of what they did in college, like kind of who they were. They were the playmaker that had to carry everything. Jalen Hurts, even though he knows that, that he could be, there's those times where he's like, he has to keep himself That's a good in point, check, actually. and he does. Like he He's a very mature 24-year-old when it comes to understanding. Look at his pocket numbers, Lou. Like he's simply better inside the pocket than he is going outside and throwing on the run. Could he yep. do that and be a freshman, sophomore Alabama Jalen Hurts? 100%. That's just natural human instinct to revert back to what works. But the growth and evolution of him from just a technical standpoint, his footwork, his ability to read defenses, he has really kept himself in check with the ability to be that Hulk. He knows how to turn Bruce Banner into the Hulk, and he knows how to control yep. himself, which is a thing that Josh Allen, where it's like 2020 was great, but since then... He reverts back to Wyoming. Carson Wentz. I don't know what it is with these guys playing in the Midwest, man. They just revert back think, to that old Plains offense. Yeah. I think a lot of it also has to do with emotion. I think they're more feelers, right, than Jalen. I think sometimes they just can't control themselves in situations like during the game, Fair. right? I think they play off a of feel a lot. Even like in the NBA, this is something that I think Russell Westbrook never was able to figure out. And it's why, like, yes, he was always able to rely on his athleticism, but there were games where Russell Westbrook just could not shoot and got in his head and had turnovers. And that's what you saw a lot with Carson Wentz. You see that a lot with Josh Allen. The thing is with Josh, though, is he's almost like Wentz, 2017 Wentz, if he never got hurt, right? But he also still never really learned to limit the turnovers. Because mm-hmm. I think one thing that happened with Carson is he kept trying a lot of these crazy plays after the injuries, but his body didn't allow him to make those as much. So in 2020, the turnovers were still there because he was still trying all the stuff. But the explosive plays weren't. That's the thing with Allen is you you do still want to take the good with the bad, though, because when he does pull these plays off, nobody else in the league can do it. He's one of the most talented players in NFL history, and he's healthy, and so he still pulls them off a lot of the time. But, yes, he doesn't. Again, the variance is just so much higher than compared to a Jalen Hurts, who, as you mentioned, through all of this change, learned to find a way to still control himself and be smart in games and put that on his shoulders And on top of that, Philadelphia has done a great job of saying, okay, now we've Mm -hmm. got you in the same offensive system. We have the same elite young weapons for you. We have a great offensive line to protect you. So you don't need to feel like you need to be Superman all the time. He can be Superman. Look at both games against Washington. Look at the game against Dallas, late against Kansas City. He has proven time and time again he can carry, but he doesn't feel the need to always have to do that. And the Eagles have done a great job of Again, doing what they didn't used to do in the past. And so I think for the Bills, though, I mean, they looked like they were getting on the right track last week. They're coming off a great game against the Jets defense that really hurt Hurts and the Eagles. Um, He had a great game. Part of that might be Joe Brady as the new play caller. So it's going to be interesting to see what kind of Bills offense we get on Sunday against the Birds. I think to the point of surrounding your quarterback to where you know that he won't go out of structure because he trusts his guys is where you have to get to in terms of a personnel sense. I think 2013 Philadelphia with Chip Kelly, it might not have been the right coach, but it was the perfect idea from a sense of personnel. It's like, okay, Nick Foles goes down. 
Mike Vick, we know that this guy's still a really, really good athlete, but like we have Deshaun Jackson, Jeremy Macklin, and LaShawn McCoy. Let's put together an offense where this guy doesn't have to be, like you said, Superman 24-7. Because maybe the best years that we've seen of the Eagles offenses is when you have an equal balance of a great quarterback with a great support system. Because when you could keep everything in check and to a degree have a checks and balances, like where is Josh Allen's checks and balances? Like he has his third play caller in the last year and a half. Yeah, he doesn't right? have it anymore. Dable no. was that yeah. guy. He's the, he's like, he has to keep himself in check to where like yeah. Jalen, he, he will keep himself in check. He's always done that. Well, but same thing where, with Wentz. Where's his guy? Where's like his guy Wentz, to bottle him up? Right. Mike Grow bottling up Carson no, Wentz. Like see, no way. Wentz's checks and balances were Frank Reich and John D. Filippo. And then when he mm-hmm. lost that guy, those guys, it, it changed. So I think that's a really important part. And people almost like knock Jalen Hurts for having a good support system, as, at least as if it like takes away from him and like what he's capable no. of. And I don't agree with that. Both things can be true. And I guess can, all of the Cowboys yeah. Super Bowl victories in the 90s right. just shouldn't count then because Both they had the can greatest team assembled. It's not mutually exclusive where you can have a quarterback that can carry a star quarterback, and he just so happens to have the best roster in football, too. That's what the Eagles have right now, and it's a great situation to be in. I think it's going to lead to a lot of offensive production against the Bills this Sunday. That leads us into LOE3 coming up next. Gino, we both got three player props that we're riding with for Eagles-Bills. That's coming up next right here on the Lockdown Eagles podcast. Today's episode of the Lockdown Eagles podcast is brought to you by BetterHelp. This time of year can be a lot with the weather changing. Daylight savings is something that really gets to a lot of people. It's natural to feel some sadness or anxiety, but adding something new and positive to your life can counteract some of those feelings. Therapy can be a bright spot amid all of the stress and change, something to look forward to to make you feel grounded and to give you the tools to manage everything that's going on, especially with the holidays as well. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. I work a nine-to-five. I do the podcasting. I have late nights, and I do late-night therapy sessions on BetterHelp every Monday. All you got to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists for free, no additional charge anytime if you need a better fit. Find your bright spot this season with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash LockedOn today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash LockedOn to get 10% off your first month of online therapy. All right, Eagles fans, time for LOE3 presented by FanDuel right here on the Lockdown Eagles podcast. Three player props each that me and Gino are taking for Eagles bills. And uh, Gino, I finally got back on track last week against Kansas City. Two and one, a big bet where I took Jalen Hurts to have at least two rushing touchdowns. He got that for me. This is a game that we'll see as long as the rain holds off. Looks like it's only a 20% chance of rain at the kickoff. Mm-hmm. If that happens, I think this can be a very productive game on both sides for, for the offenses, two of the best quarterbacks in the game, elite weapons on both sides. Uh, I think there could be some points scored, so I think I, I like us being a little more aggressive this week. Folks, I want to just put into perspective what Lou achieved last week. He was down 7.6 units. Yeah. It was a tough stretch. I felt dead in the water. Tough stretch. <laughs> <laughs> but this is why it's a marathon and not a sprint. The kid got back to essentially We're even back. with a single wager on Jalen Hurts anytime, two touchdowns. That's what it's about, Lou. We I told ride, we ride, we ride. I was going to find get that three-point shot. 
I just had to keep shooting. As Dion Waiter said, I'd rather be, you know, 0 for 30 than 0 for 5 because that means oh, I stopped yes. shooting. I love, I'm a Q's guy. You know I love that <laughs> Dion Waiter's reference. He might be one of the most underrated, <laughs> least self-aware people of all time. 100%. And so am I, quote. but that allowed me to win that bet with Jalen Hurts. I went 2-1. and one. You're 1-2. and two. We both have 12 wins on the year. Uh, so you're still in the positive with unit shares. I'm at minus uh, 0.10, but I'm almost there. I'm almost back in the positive. So let's get into our three bets each for Eagles Bills. And we both have the same one for our first bet. We're riding with Devontae Smith, who's had 99 yards in two of his last three games. We're both taking the over on 60 and a half receiving yards. And Gino, I like this a lot. I love my guy, Razul Douglas. But if there's one type of receiver that he has always struggled with, it is a Devontae Smith type. So if they can get him... I don't know if the Bills will have Zool shadow A.J. Brown. They've actually had him shadowing receivers over the mm. last two weeks. That would be smart for Douglas's strengths and weaknesses to do that. But if they don't, if he sticks on one side, I'm trying to put Devontae over there every time. Oh, yeah. I'm trying to motion him, give him yeah. a free release over Rasul Douglas, who yeah. has been playing some really good football. But really if good. he has a matchup that's going to be set to his skill set, that's A.J. more than well, We likely. remember how much Amari Cooper gave him fits back in the day. I mean, that kind of twitchy route runner is tough him and I think AJ will still give him fits right because if you look at Amari big body good route running wide receiver can separate strong hands like but Sewell is a completely different player but at the same time they don't have Dane Jackson who is going to be their number two who would even be their number their um, outside corner on the other side because Toronto I, I, play on the I'm slot drawn, I'm drawing a blank yeah Toronto Johnson's in the slot um I, I can't even remember so. yeah but yeah, it's one regardless, of their, it's one of their younger. It's it's the kid that was a seventh round pick the year. Oh, like Christian uh, Banford from Banford. Yep. Villanova. Yep. Yes, yep. he will probably. Because Kyrie Love, their first round pick, does not play at all. Yeah, he's a healthy scratch. But I think the point to Devontae, he as good as he is, he should be getting the appreciation of number one wide receiver coverage 100%. on the back end from teams and. The last two games, you have seen that. What happens when AJ, especially last week where he has one reception? Can yep. Devontae pick it up? Of course he can. I mean, he balled out against Kansas City both times, Super Bowl and last week. I think it's going to be a tough assignment, like you said, for any cornerback on that unit to have to cover this guy. 60 and a half, I think 100 yeah, yards is all day for him next this From Sunday. a volume perspective, too, Gino, Dallas Scottert's out. Jalen Hurts really only has two guys to throw the football to consistently. Right. And it's Do the math Ryan on target share, yeah, yeah, 100%. exactly. All right, our second bets here. I have the over on 36 and a half rushing yards for Jalen Hurts, minus 114. I think, you know, he just looked more comfortable running the football last week against Kansas City. I think that bye week really helped out that injured leg. I think against the Bills, again, he's going to – it's a good defensive line, not great, but I think he's going to use his legs more. They're going to continue to put emphasis on that, and I think he can get to 40 rushing yards. I'm pretty comfortable with that. I, that doesn't mean he needs to carry the ball, you know, 10 to 12 times. Just a couple explosive runs, I think, could get close. And the Bills are going to be without Matt Milano, who is their best linebacker ability yep. to cover sideline to sideline. He's out for the season. You talk about tackling at the second level. Are they going to have to rely on Micah Hyde and Jordan Poyer, of course, a lot more from that safety position? I think there's going to be a lot of space in that middle of the field for Jalen to take advantage of. And we know Mr. Brian Johnson is going to have QB power, QB draw right at the MP top set. of his play sheet and yep. call it every single game. So you know he's good for a couple of those. Luke. I agree. I agree. The, you have a, De a DeAndre Swift bet at number two here, so another rushing bet. The over on 100 rushing yards, I like this one, plus 350. I think this is the game that they really get back to it. I mean, he puts up 75 on the ground last week against Kansas City, which Only has on 12 carries a, too. a superb, a superb run defense. Buffalo does not have that. That has been... I've said, I literally say this 
to my wife every single week, the way you beat the Buffalo Bills is running the football. Lou, we were there in 2019. Mm -hmm. They battered, battered that team that hasn't really improved their defensive line in the last five years or so. I think DeAndre is getting back to who he was. I think they're figuring it out in terms of having Cam Jurgens back. That probably was a big reason they weren't as good. And 100 yards on the ground, I think this is a game where they might have that two-score lead late in the game. Give me an eight-minute, grind-the-clock type of drive. You could pick up that 100 yards towards the end where he has like 80 in the first three quarters, and you just got to pick up 21 in the fourth. And I think DeAndre Swift is probably – I mean, Dallas Goddard is going to come back, of course, but I think he's your third best weapon right now, man. Like from a passing and a rushing perspective, he put those, those screen passes Lou last week where he could have just like separated and been gone where like the linebackers made a tackle by a shoestring. Buffalo doesn't have a Drew Tranquil type. They don't have a Willie Gay type. Matt Milano is out. That's why I think the middle of the field running the football is going to be such an emphasis for them this game. I agree. You also have an anytime touchdown for DeAndre Swift at plus 105. He did get in the end zone last week. So you're really going in on DeAndre Swift, and I like that a lot. I think getting back to their roots and just relying on number zero is huge. I think it's definitely something that they're going to consider, and it's a good matchup against Buffalo, as you mentioned. Mm -hmm. I think there's going to be a lot of points in this game. Uh, As long as it doesn't rain, I'm comfortable with the over here. My final bet's going to be the over on 48.5 combined points. How much of that is the Eagles compared to the Bills? Not 100% sure. I think the Eagles win this game, but I think it will be a high-scoring affair. I think it's two of the best quarterbacks in the league, and as much as these defenses are going to try, I think they're going to score more points. And it's just it's rare you see like a game like last week where it's Hurts versus Mahomes, and they only put up a couple touchdowns combined. I just I don't see that this time, and I'll take the over. Also, the over is just more fun to root for. Oh, 100%. I mean, we're not betting <laughs> we the like under on the Philadelphia Eagles. and no. Especially, I think last week was just – you were two or three steps away from getting over 24, 28 points yeah, in exactly. that game, right? Like it's DeAndre raining. Swift, and yeah. he could have separated on some of those screens. Like you said, it's raining. I mean, Buffalo does not have the horses on the back end, in my opinion. I think Josh will hit one or two big explosives to his right. Stephon Diggs. They'll get some points. Dalton Kincaid is one of those guys that I'm looking at. It's like, how are they going to defend him? Same with James Cook. Cook. One of the most underrated running backs in football. Yeah, how are they going to defend him out of the backfield? If they give the ball to Latavius Murray or Leonard Fournette, I think it's a win for the Eagles every time they do that. But like you said, the Eagles are going to score points. Once again, back at home, Kelly Green week. I mean, how many points is the jerseys good for? Like 10, 15 at this point. Like, they're going to put up points. They did it against Miami. I think they're going to do it. It could be a very similar game to that Miami game in my perspective, where it's like the first half could be close. They both start to put up points, and then Philly just does what they do in the second half, and you see what the result was against Kansas City. They're 100% hopefully going to do the same against Buffalo because this one be a great game. It's a little bit personal for us. It's here. personal for Gino, for sure. <laughs> hey, your brother's a Bills fan, dude. Of course, it's personal for you too, man. Of Come course. on. No, I know. I definitely don't want to lose. I'll hear it a lot more this week than compared oh, to the yeah. games, for sure. Great game coming up. Jalen Hurts versus Josh Allen this Sunday. The Birds wearing Kelly Green. No Derek Barnett. Happy holidays to us. That's going to do it for us right here on the Lockdown Eagles podcast. For Gino Camilleri, I'm Lou DiBiase signing off. Thanks so much for making us your first listen each and every day. We'll see you. Sunday after the game for the post-game show. As always, thank you for downloading, thank you for watching and listening, and let's go Birds. Fly, Eagles, fly.